Hey, we're back. Hey. Hey, how's everyone doing? Hey, pretty good. Hey. Uh, Thank you for trying to cover up for my cat meowing outside my door here by all the A's. I don't hear it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, we seem to be in pretty good spirits, huh? For this uh, episode 28. 28. We're going to find our Rick. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so, too. Well, you uh, you got a good start on it. Uh, you managed to uh, successfully interrogate Razor Wick and found out something about uh, he'd been turned over to the Golgonans. The hey, if if you guys want to do the recap, that's cool. That's that's <laughs> oh, sorry, that's yeah. fine. Sorry, I'm crossing <laughs> on some sacred ground. Oh. Uh, first he first he gives your job no, to no. other no. bards, and now he's. <laughs> Yeah, those other bards—they were—they were pretty good, right? <laughs> they didn't jump into the fight, so they're fine. Uh, they did not jump into the fight. So useless. See? Uh, yeah, only slightly uh, more useless. Um, oh, <laughs> wow! I Watch just it, happened Jerry. to roll really well when you were trying to That's trying to mess funny. with me last time. That's so. That's some shade on the bard right there. You yeah. you did some real real. Positive stuff last episode. Yeah, I, I healed. I kept the rogue from dying. Is you what did. Gregor yes. is very grateful. Important. <laughs> uh, I just love to mess with Alar. But welcome everyone to episode twenty-eight. I won't talk anymore about last episode because we have someone who's uh, much better at it than I am. But before that, I should probably say. If you want to support this podcast and this adventure, you can do so by becoming a patron on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash Dungeon Patrol or go to DungeonPatrol.com and click on the Patreon button. Again, definitely don't have to do it, right? You can also support us in other ways by leaving reviews, sending us feedback, all Just that good Just encouragement. Stuff. That's basically all we need. <laughs> well, share, share us with your friends. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Like I have no friends besides you know, the people <laughs> here. So, uh, and you, you know, only talk whoa, to us. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's keep this professional here. Let's keep this professional here. It's going to be a gap between DM and player. Don't yeah, make assumptions, right. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying you guys don't. Have I don't have friends. Uh, my relatives barely tolerate me. So. Uh, the way I handle a, a Dungeons and Dragons game is the way I handle my uh, real life. So I'm very unlikable. Um, <laughs> if the listeners only knew about Halder, your other character, <laughs> it all makes sense. Oh, wouldn't it make sense, though? Just uh, love to mess with people. And, you know, my wife always wonders why my kids turn out to be such trolls, how they love to just laugh at people and annoy them. And I'm like, you know, it might be genetics. I have no idea. Oh, do you just say, you're like, I don't know, it's a mystery. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that she doesn't just understand. She's actually asking me, like, she wants to know how this happened to our children. And I'm like, mm, I, I, I don't know, honey. I have no clue. You're, you're still fooling her after all these years, man. I, I, she's just blind to it. She's idiot blindness or something. I love goggles. Yeah. Exactly. Love goggles. Yeah. <laughs> still. Uh, well, she tolerates me and, uh, maybe she's messing with me and maybe that's the thing. Maybe she knows <laughs> after all. Um, but, uh, 
So uh, again, support us any way you want. We appreciate all of it. And thank you so much for listening. Now, Alar, your recap, please. Oh, are you sure? I mean, only only if it's necessary. <laughs> we, I mean, we have so much buildup. It's got to happen. <laughs> yeah, right? it's gonna it's gonna bomb now. Thanks, Jerry. Alar <laughs> and the Noestones quickly defeated Razor Wick, whose claim to fame of defeating a bear proved to be a sad, drunken wrestle of a rug. He pointed them on to the labyrinth. And by lucky chance, Truefellow also gave them a tip towards finding Lumilla Splittongue and the foreman. Will they find Lumilla or Arvik first? Find out on Dungeon Patrol. Nicely done. Very nice. Much better than I could have done so. Thank you. I accept your apology. <laughs> Even if you <laughs> managed to accomplish nothing else the whole episode, you, you at least uh, got us off to a good start. So... Um, that that was a good dig right there, Jerry. <laughs> uh, I caught that one. Uh, let's see. So before I say anything bad about Alar, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you walk out of the Belfry Union into Black Alley on a cool, dry day, headed, of course, to the labyrinth. Um, you take a couple of steps out into the street, and suddenly you hear pitter-patter of little feet behind you and the door open and there's true fellow and he's like wait wait and he comes running up to you and he's got something in his hand and he holds it out he's like here take this Numela gave this to me she'll recognize it and, and know where you got it and know that you're a friend i hope please and he hands you this golden locket uh, inside the locket, you'll see there's a little piece of uh, presumably Lumella's hair, a little lock of her hair tucked in there. Um, so I don't know who wants to take it. I will. <laughs> okay. So you have a locket and some of... Lumella. I'll try not to get it confused with all the other lockets filled with hair that I have. <laughs> uh... So he says, best of luck to you again. And be careful of the salt ciders. They're, they're a different lot. You know, I, I understand that salt mining is tough work. Those that survive tend to have a particular outlook on life. And you know, when the uprising happened, they, they got religion hard, right? One of them proclaimed himself a prophet of Rel or some such nonsense saying that only the faithful will be truly freed if you go there. Please know that they have locked that side of the island down. They're waiting for this albatross to come and whisk them away to some magical land, blah, blah, blah. I'd, I only get whispers of it from people who stop by, but it sounds like it could be dangerous. So mm. please be careful, friends. Then he gives you a little careful. bow and... Starts to back away. We back away. <laughs> Everyone's backing away. Slowly back away. Awkward right. silence. All right. Um, so the sun hovers overhead, but its faint light seems pale and weak, and it does nothing to warm your bones. 
You pull your cloak tighter and march down the street toward Red Gutter Row and the infamous labyrinth. The walk through Black Alley is uneventful, but once in Red Gutter, suspicious eyes follow your every move. Lanky fighters lean lazily in doorways, and they take note of your passage. I take note of them taking note. Uh, one particularly bulky, heavily muscled man actually follows you for a block or so before peeling off down a side street. The walk leaves you a little bit jumpy. You have that acidy taste of bile in your mouth, just like your body's preparing for some kind of fight. The mounting tension sends your fight or flight reflexes into overdrive, and the confident former gladiators in this part of the city take no steps to hide their interest in you. But after 40 minutes of stressful strolling, you arrive at a blocky building, three stories tall, with no windows piercing the uniform facade. No embellishment mars the smooth stone surface. From the outside, it appears large enough to hold a block full of old town tenement buildings. But from what you've heard, The only thing inside here include an elaborate multi-level maze and a menagerie of vicious beasts. You've arrived at the labyrinth. Uh -uh. It's not what I expected. What did you expect? I'm not sure, but not this. (laughs) So it's like a giant enclosed building. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't understand room. how they have spectators, but whatever. Yeah. Well, so, so there's like a big main door. Um, you don't actually see anything on this side of the structure, but you can walk around if you want. We will yes. walk around. We walk around. You walk around to the far end of the square sh- structure and see a sudden gap in the unrelenting stone surface. A large doorway sits below a gilded lintel that has been inscribed with the words, Meet the challenge and win your freedom. This must be the challenger's gate. The heavy door seems solidly built. It appears to slide upward, as there are no hinges, only a handle at the bottom. All right, so I don't want to stop here. I want to go all the way around and look for anything else. Okay. So this making is like perception size, checks. So this making is like perception the size of a, of a city block. Yes. This basically occupies. There's a road that goes all the way around. You guys follow it all the way around. It's this strange, blocky structure without windows or any sort of relief on the outside. Just stone. Um. And you manage to walk all the way around. Really, the only thing out, out of the ordinary is the Challenger's Gate. So, is it, didn't we get a potion of spider climb at some point? Did we use that? Does anybody remember? Let <clears throat> me check. Uh, is there a like a pitch roofed or not? There- uh, it appears flat from what you can see. Okay. And so basically, is it the a, a board tallest cube. building yeah. in this area, or is there anything above it? Um, it is the tallest building in the area. Um, 
and the road around the outside is, you know, fairly wide. So it, it definitely stands out. So I true fellow said it's really hard to miss once you get in the area because it's. I do not have a potion of spider climb in my inventory. So neither do I, nor um, I. It does sound familiar though. I'm wondering, I mean, is there anything that looks scalable? Like oh, a, I found it. Oh. Aha, there it is. Yes. <laughs> I just wrote it down. <laughs> what, I, what I wrote was potion dash climbing. Yeah, I'm so, guessing that would be spider climb because it's really. Yeah. I do remember it, but I'm not going to keep track of your inventory for you. So my inventory has gotten a little messy over here. Mine is neatly organized. I don't know what your problem is. Maybe you should just give me all the valuable stuff and I will take care of it. Well, I mean, part of the problem is I just have one giant sack and it's all in there and I have to root (laughs) through it. And sometimes things, you know, they fall to the bottom. Yep. And then, and then you look in and it resembles something like this. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) a sheet of paper with chicken scratches on it. All right, so someone's going to try to climb? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, Brokos, you Mm. could turn into a spider, climb up, see if there's any reason for the rest of us to go up there, and if so, then lower a rope, and we could just use the rope to climb up. I would lower a rope if you don't mind watching me, you know, spin a web. Uh, whatever makes you happy, I don't care. But so, that way we can keep the potion yeah. for an emergency. Mm. That's a good idea. Oh, thank you. So, are there people watching us? Um, you don't see anybody uh, nearby. Uh, people are kind of coming and going. Maybe they're keeping their eyes on you. And these are stone walls? Uh, yes. I'm going to mold uh, a, a five-foot cube section out of the wall with mold earth. Let's see if it, what happens. So if you suggest that, I mean, is there a better, is there a good side for this? I mean, is there, are all four sides major thoroughfares? Is one side more of an alley? Um, it all seems pretty equal. Um, this side is probably the closest to... Uh, the salt side of the city. I can also just dig with mold earth uh, a tunnel underneath. And, and like, which side would we do it on? I'm thinking the opposite of the front okay. gate. What do you guys think? That works. I don't mind turning into a spider, but I have limited resources for a certain amount of time. So, but if you can just create an opening for us, I guess that's fine too. I can either dig a tunnel underneath with, with mold earth, or I can just, I mean, that might be a little bit better than. So how does uh, mold earth work? Yep. So mold earth would be, you choose a portion of dirt or stone that you can see within range. And that fits within a five foot cube. You manipulate it in one of the following ways. You target an area of loose earth, you can instantly excavate it, move it along the ground, and deposit it five feet away. This movement doesn't have enough force to cause damage. That's what I would use. What does it do for solid stone? 
If the dirt or stone you target in the ground, you can cause became difficult terrain. It just says dirt or stone you cause shapes, colors, or both appear on the dirt or stone, spelling out words. So, I don't think stone, it's stone shape though. I don't know. But I know, but it just says, but it says you choose a person of dirt or stone that you can see see within five foot range. That fits with the five. You can manipulate in one of the ways. If you target loose earth, you can excavate it. Right. Well, I would imagine the dirt. But this is stone, man. I'm talking about not the wall, but well, the pavement. Not. I mean, it's still stone around the. I mean, yeah. Like I assume that the streets are. Are they cobblestone or what? What type of the streets here? Are they just packed dirt? Uh, cobblestone. Because the other problem is it probably has a foundation if it's... Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can tell you that the walls are thicker than five feet. Mm. And then there's that. Okay. I, I like that idea. But I, yeah, it sounds like... Beyond yeah, it might come in handy at some point for sure. So um, I guess as long as no one's looking, I can turn into a giant spider. Okay, so you're going to turn into a giant spider, and... Yes. I think are... stealth is out of the question with this anyway. So. Yeah, well, that's... I can be... I mean, I'm pretty it, stealthy as a spider, actually, wait till but, dark. I mean... But it's yeah, good. Day. I mean, doing this in broad daylight is kind of... Yes. We're going to draw attention. We already have drawn attention. Yeah, we, exactly. So, well, I, the giant spider is crawling up the wall now. Okay. It's been done. Okay. Good. Okay, then we'll just look nonchalant to the base. <laughs> <laughs> just I mean, start whistling. Small. Yeah, just like leaning we'll against the wall. We'll draw attention to ourselves. People might but... not notice the giant spider. <laughs> okay. Then you can act all shocked if the, someone points it out to you. No, I, I think this is where we distract them with a the performance. <laughs> so little, little street side. Tris has shown that she can be very dancing. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> I will uh crawl up the wall. All right. So you crawl up the wall, uh which even, you know, despite the fact that it's um, you know, fairly smooth uh surface, you make it look easy with your super spider abilities. And you pull yourself over a short parapet on the top. Um, and you can see this vast expanse of rooftop ahead of you. Um, there's really nothing else up there. Uh, there's no ventilation openings. There's no skylights. No skylights. There are a few uh holes on the side of this uh parapet that seem to be provide some kind of ventilation um but uh how how big are they they are approximately uh 1 foot by 3 feet so pretty small uh so obviously he's while he's up there I'm going to ask you so does anybody know if you win this where you come out no, it's too bad we can't ask someone who's come out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it just does a big loop inside. So the whole roof, it's just completely sealed. No mm -hmm. drainage for a flat ceiling. Well, I mean, yeah, there's drainage <laughs> on the parapet. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> well, if I, if I don't see anything no. else. If you want to report code violations, you have to find the Baron. So. Yeah. Well, that might be just the Kintu, right? Who approved this anyway? Right. Did they even show have up a permit? The with an inspector. As an inspector. <laughs> um, there is all flat. I can see kind of around. I'm going to run the edges. Are there kind of people like around at all or is this just you there's a road that goes around it right yeah yeah you do uh from this vantage point you can see that there are um strange number of people kind of you know like a block away or so Mm -hmm. uh leaning up against buildings, kind of standing around corners, looking looking about as shifty and shady as your uh partners down below. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like what what are they doing there? So they might be keeping I'm a lookout. I'm not shifty and shady. What are you talking about? Oh, you're playing it cool. No, I mean yeah. obviously. I, no, I'm I'm literally playing like I'm going to, you know. <laughs> okay, you're playing your loot. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mandolin, Jerry. Yeah. Mandolin, sorry. Well, um, I will head back down then, and I will leave a rope of spider web webbing down on the way down. Okay. You're going to squirt that out your rear thorax. That's how it works. Nobody okay. knows where it comes from. That's <laughs> how it works, Alar. So if you turn back into your normal form, where where is it stuck to? Is all I'm asking. Well, I can cut it off. You know, I've got. (laughs) Please do before spider. I'm gonna wrap it around you (laughs) slowly. Too many images flashing through my mind right now. I just. So I will get to the bottom, cut it off, and then you know, just walk away. Hand it to Alar. You know, you could turn um, into a giant lizard. It would be less uh, disgusting. And you could still. Climb. How many times? How many things do you think I could turn into, guys? I, I don't know. <laughs> like we really talked like, about it. No, we haven't. Um, so I will turn back into human form and yeah. let them know what I saw. Like nothing but their small ventilation, one by three. Um, I, there's, you can check up there if you, for yourself if you like, but I can't see anything. This is an amazing feat of engineering. <laughs> there could be something magical behind it as well. I would like to cast detect magic on the the. They're a main entry. You said there was a gate, right? The Challenger's Gate. gate. Challenger's yes. Gate. And we can't just go over there. Of course you can. <laughs> That's what. That's, that's the only right. thing we got. That's what we're right. trying to not do. Oh. I mean, I wonder if we could just like break through the roof. That's literally what I was thinking. Like, uh, go buy a sledgehammer three and some chisels, and like, what are they gonna do? Climb up there? So I, I, sh- I can. I can tell you that this is obviously built like a prison. Impregnable force? It has to contain a variety of, uh, you know, creatures. Powerful creatures. Yeah. So there there may be some magic involved. Um, it's definitely difficult to get in and out of. Hmm. 
and really this is this is kind of the appeal like right you have to be invited to uh, partake in this whatever whatever spectator you know whatever that experience is like um you have to be invited um it's very um very exclusive and it's really just this the challenger's gate whoever wants to try their luck has to come through this one portal so but what about finding a way through the sewers yeah um you did hear that you know there might be secret entrances you are close to salt side which you know is all you know mining and tunnels and things like that um and you know the city is covered with tunnels sewers all sorts of things but nothing that anyone knows about that would be like finding a needle in a haystack and i say we just set this haystack on fire but the haystack let's go in stone. i'm speaking metaphorically Rhaegar. It's not well, literally a haystack either, but... Well, let's just go through the gates. What other choice do we have? I we mean, need I, to find Arvik. I, I mean... Uh, I don't really want to go through the sewers, but that's not a terrible idea. But then they might have gates and things. So I'm going to go over to the gate. And kind of just, you know, shake on it. Is it locked? It's got a handle on the bottom and you pull it out. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Well, then I'm going to, and it's, I'm able to lift it. You'd have to roll for it. Strength? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you go in as a team. <laughs> what are the rules? We're not able to lift it, but. I am actually, well, a 17. Oh, wow. You are. You're I rolled a 18. Well, no. I just rolled a really good roll. Okay. <laughs> is so there, is you there a rule posted somewhere? Uh, no, not that, not that you can see. Other than that one message, you know, this is meet the challenge and win your freedom. Um, you see a, it start to move um, as you are straining against it, but the weight is just, just a little too much for you. Um, or all the rest of my party members is watching me then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just see what, yeah. if you have any luck. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> they're just laughing at you. Do you think he's going to ask for help at some point? <laughs> no, I got this. So I got it. Stand okay, back. Buddy. Okay. I'm 16. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know anything. You know what you're talking about. I know everything. Yeah, we know how that goes. Well, you see me lift it up then probably like a half a foot and then it slammed back down. All right. Uh, I, I, I will go give it a try. Does anybody want to help? So apparently we're doing this. Well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The um, yeah, yeah. overconfident. Sometimes the path of least resistance. Idea. You all had talked me out of actually getting some explanation to the labyrinth. So now we have little choice except to either wander around the sewers or just go in the front door. So 
I have a total of 20. Look at you. Not a natural 20, total of 20. You, Tris, grip the handle of the door slab and begin to lift, straining mightily, and it slowly slides upward. You shift your position to get under the metal bar and begin to push with your legs and your back. Every muscle fiber in your body seems to aid with the effort. Sweat begins to trickle down your back. Just as you feel your arms begin to tremble from the exertion, you hear a thunk, and the door suddenly offers no more resistance. You carefully remove yourself from beneath the stone gate, which now appears to be locked in place by some hidden mechanism. Beyond is a small vestibule, a room with various levers and buttons, and another doorway. I look back at everybody and say, I guess we go. Nicely done. And I'll stride through. Okay. So you're walking in. Anyone got any iron spikes? I do not think I have any iron no. spikes. Uh, I, hey, oh, you know, I don't know if we have any climbing equipment. Be nice if we could prop this thing up or uh, keep it from closing on us entirely. Like a, but, yeah. Like I what a baton work? Yeah. I, that's what I have. I have 20 of them. Nice. So you're oh, going to try to... I, oh, I do have 10 of those. And a hammer <laughs> and, a, and a crowbar. So literally everyone but me has them. Great. Yeah. Okay. I don't. And it's because we, we got them out of that wagon before you did. Oh, that's right. Uh, I mean, I think that it's going to be very obvious, though, if we hammer this thing open. So? Was somebody standing in the, in the vestibule here? No, no, no. Obviously, somebody just pulled a lever. Not necessarily. I just got it to a point where it, like, clicked. The counterweight thing. kicked yes. in. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, like that a really heavy garage question. door. Yeah. <laughs> Don't overthink it, Craigar. Fine. Although, do we want people coming in after us? Well, that's a good point. Mm. All right. I'll walk over and pull out some pitons and start hammering them in that okay. won't attract any attention <laughs> we've already attracted attention right, by right. We're, yeah. at, we're past that point but nobody's now. trying to stop us so i'm not too worried about yeah. building inspectors on, now, two in on so. each side really get them into the stone okay so you start pounding away uh on the stone and uh manage to wedge a few of them in there um i'll the offer some pointers and suggestions <laughs> okay, so you enter the room, uh, and again, you see, you know, a variety of buttons, uh, a few levers, and another doorway. Um, as you enter, uh, you do hear a sudden grinding noise that draws your attention. You look back at the door and look up towards the sound, and suddenly another stone slab slams down, blocking oh, your escape. Okay. A sudden lurching sends you stumbling, and you brace yourself against one another, against the walls, as the room seems to start moving downward. You examine the levers and buttons on the wall, you see a worn metal plate above the many buttons and switches, 
The plate has some sort of inscription. And below the plate, you see three groups of buttons. Each button is inscribed with a letter of the alphabet. So three complete copies of the alphabet. Next to each grouping is a lever. All of the levers are pointed to the right, away from the buttons. I don't suppose there's a um, pictorial aid for this. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish I'd, I'd put one together because when I described it, I'm like, wow, that's really confusing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, um, I don't understand. So do we start pushing buttons? And yeah. Letters and <laughs> Basically, so a- three keyboards are in front of you on the wall. Okay. Um, and cat. there's an inscription. It's got to be cat. <laughs> yeah, you just got to find the password, apparently. Um, there's an, a plate with uh, some words inscribed on it. You can read that. We're going to look underneath the kit, the one of the keyboards for a sticky note. <laughs> I will read the plate. Yeah, what's the plate say? Uh, there are three uh, sentences. And the first one says, You can hear me and feel me all your life. Sometimes I am fast, sometimes I am slow. But when I stop, you'll never know. The second one says, I come from the earth, but reach for the sky. I can have many wings, but I can never fly. And the third one says, I have a face that can be shiny and new or worn and old. And many of us have tails of silver or gold. So number three is a coin. I need to hear the other two again. Okay, the first I one. The earth, but reach for the sky. I have many wings, but can never fly. That's yep. the second one, yeah. That was number two, yeah. That was, that was number, number two. two. And the first one was, you can hear me and feel me all your life. Sometimes I am fast, sometimes I am slow, but when I stop, you'll never know. Oh, is that your, it's your heart. That's your heart, your mm-hmm. heartbeat. Boom, 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 boom. See, fast or slow. Boom. Yep. That's and then you, good. That's yeah. good. Yep. So we have heart, something, and coin. I come from the earth, but reach for the sky. That would be a tree, but then the wings thing, I don't understand. Mm, that might be the leaves. Let's try tree. Let's just see what happens. I mean, so, it could be like a building with wings in it, right? But. I like tree. Let's just see. All right. Um, wow. You, you guys, uh, the room jolts to a sudden jarring halt, and your legs buckle as you try to stabilize yourself. A slow grating sound of metal on metal can be heard, and pieces of the wall on your right start to crumble to the floor. You realize that something is boring through some sort of chalky plaster that's been painted to match the surrounding stone. As you watch, mesmerized, you see dozens of gleaming metallic points like spearheads emerge from the crumbling wall. As the whirring and grating sound continues, you can see the deadly tips slowly inching closer and closer. But you guys enter heart in the first uh, grouping of letters. 
and nothing seems to happen. And you can't seem to depress the other two groupings at all. About pulse. Pulse. I think that might be a little uh, anachronistic. Well, just, <laughs> just try. How about breath? Yeah, breath. Uh, okay. Um, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to you. You push the first. You push heart in in first, and then uh, it appears like the lever might need to be. Activated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do the lever. Yeah, see if we, we can solve it. Yes, lever. So you slide the lever over. The lever, yes. And that locks into place. And then the next grouping of buttons is able to be pressed. Okay. And you guys enter tree. And that next one, slide the lever o- over. And then the third grouping of letters opens. And you enter coin. Yes. And slide the lever over. And suddenly all of the whirring and grating stops. The metallic spearheads recede back into the wall very quickly. And the door on the opposite side opens up. You guys are good. You're good with puzzles. Uh you know, no, I was really that. worried that it was going to fill up with water and we would drown to death. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cheap. Why? Yeah. Why would you ever get that idea? Uh, I was actually going to do that, and then I thought people might not appreciate it. So. <laughs> yeah. How did that turn out for you last time, <laughs> <Hi>, Jerry? <laughs> uh, nice. Well, nicely done. I really thought you would need to think about those a little bit longer, but um, for a few heartbeats. Um, nothing else happens. Uh, the grinding noise has stopped. The spear points have receded back into the wall. Um, but you do suddenly hear a louder, more urgent, whirring noise. And uh, the door to your right begins to open, and it funks firmly into some hidden recess, revealing a broad, dark corridor ahead. As you exit, you hear... A distant click, followed by a faint whistling sound. You look up and see that the elevator shaft goes up 30 or 40 feet, and a dark, shadowy object is rapidly falling straight down toward you. I need everybody to roll a dexterity save. 13. 13? 18. 18? 20. 20? 11. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Run. So a flask of some sort crashes down in your midst and fire bursts forth from this shattered flask. Um, Kragar and Alar uh, dive out of the way and manage to miss the flames completely. Tris and Brokos, you each take uh, five fire damage. I have resistance to fire damage. Oh, perfect. So you'll take uh, three fire damage. And 
you will need to roll again in order to put it out. What do we roll this time? Uh, dexterity saves. That is a 17. Okay. Brokos? A 15. 15. So you manage to roll around and pat in your clothes, uh, stop, drop, and roll, and manage to get the flames out. Yeah, I'll throw some water on them too. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, that's the alcohol. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Flares back up. Um, so. Who's good at checking traps for future reference? I, I can go ahead and look. Okay. All right. After taking some time to recover from your close calls and repair any singed gear that you may have, you begin to examine your surroundings a bit closer. Ahead on your right, you see a smooth stone wall carved with deep letters. And you read the following. Congratulations! You have shown adequate strength, intelligence, and agility to qualify for the most demanding and most rewarding fighting pit in the known world. Three levels, each with a different theme and unique adversaries, await you. Successfully traverse each level by any means necessary, and you will earn the ultimate prize, your freedom, and the coveted title of Champion of the Labyrinth. May the gods favor your attempt. Remus Nova. You remember that guy? Mm-hmm. He never paid us for the gig. Yeah. That's true. He still owes you. His estate owes me. Is it, uh, what, it owes you. <laughs> I, I was going to get a gold piece out of that. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to pay you. You know. Okay. Minus all the, you know, upkeep charges. <laughs> <laughs> You're keeping a tab, and so right now I, I owe you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like I guess we're in it, but it makes no sense why they would have brought Arvik here. Yeah. My guess is they have a base somewhere within. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, the smooth stone corridor um, runs on ahead. If you guys want to follow it. Do we have I another will. option? Is there another direction? or Not that you can see. I look very carefully. <laughs> no. Are there, um, is this lit on its own? Uh, it is not lit. It is pretty dark. Uh, okay. There seems to be some uh, very, very, very faint reddish light coming from up ahead. I will sneak ahead and check. So the smooth stone corridor abruptly ends at a heavy steel-bound wooden door. There's a small viewport on the door that's currently closed, but you notice that there's a little bit of reddish light filtering through that and uh, at the bottom of the door. You notice another lever mechanism on the wall to your right and another brass plaque that reads... Level one, Kobold Caverns. So I, I'm not sure how far back they're going to be, but far enough so that they wouldn't have been caught in any traps. So I'll 
pull the. Um, the I'll give him fifteen open. feet. Yep, that's what I was going to say. Fifteen feet. So you're opening yeah. the viewport. But I will wait a you know a full round before peering through in case anything explodes through, through or jumps through or yeah smart smart um, you slide open the viewport and after waiting uh, a round or so you put your face up to uh, the opening and beyond you see a radically different landscape narrow natural looking cave meanders for a couple dozen feet then splits to the left and right it's nearly pitch black in the cave, except for the faint reddish glow that's coming from the ceiling above the cavern's juncture. Can I see what's glowing? Um, you can't really tell from this distance. It just is, you know, the light is coming from some object. Um, you don't know what it is. I will examine the lever to see if anything is trapped on this side. Okay. You do not notice anything obvious. Then I will pull the lever and press myself against the wall. Okay. Um, the door swings open quickly and quietly, but it immediately begins to ratchet shut with a noisy click, 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 click sound. Hmm. Um. I'll see if I can step in the way and hold it for them to come running up. Um, you do stand in the way. It starts to, you know, grind a little bit, and you can hear the clicks kind of get slower, um, but you don't seem to be able to stop them completely. So it's still clicking right. shut, but come you on. are slowing it down. Hey, we will run up and dive through. Okay. We'll follow. So you guys run through into this natural cave and the door continues to click shut behind you. Click, click, click. And finally you hear one final loud funk as it snaps back into place. And you're now standing in what appears to be some kind of, you know, cave-like structure. Uh, The only thing unusual about it if this is really supposed to mimic like a kobold cavern or something is that the uh, ceiling is, you know, more or less a, a uniform, like 15 feet above you. Okay. So I want to kind of check the walls and see if they are fake. Are they just carved stone to look like a cavern? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You uh, take a dagger out and start kind of trying to, bash away or chip away and you are able to uh, pry off a piece. Uh, it looks to be that similar to that plaster that was in the elevator mechanism. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you dig more and more, it's like wire and plaster and all kinds of stuff built up to form some kind of wall um, that has been shaped to look like a cavern. It seems like there's actually a lot of upkeep with this labyrinth. And somebody yeah. must have come through and reset it since the last combatant. I don't know. Yeah. Why are they expending energy on doing this right now? Yeah. Everybody needs a hobby. 
you got some, you got people, keep people employed. Um, like we're finding in the pandemic, it's pretty boring, right? So you gotta, so do we see the red glow on the top of the ceiling? Is that in the same room? Yeah. Yeah. It's just ahead of you ways. Um, you can move forward and get a closer look at it. It appears to be some kind of, uh, glass sphere that's been, uh, embedded in the ceiling and it's glowing red. Hmm. All right. So we can go left or right. You can go left or right. And actually I'm going to throw up a map here. Ooh. There's a map. Hey. And tell me when you can see it. Come on. Yep. Oh, there it is. I did not see. You yes. have to scroll it up. Know, down left in the middle. Oh, I see. Okay, sorry. Okay. I will just listen carefully down the right-hand passage. Down the right-hand passage. All right. So you can hear a little bit of, uh, like, tinkling, dropping, you know, droplets of water hitting. Um, you can hear uh, a little bit of running water coming from somewhere, but it's strangely quiet. I don't know if you've ever been in a cave before, but uh, this seems even unusually quiet for a cave. There's really no sound to be heard. So shall we go to the right? I'm going to follow where you go, where you check out traps and whatnot. Yep. All right, I'm going to stealthily move along the wall to the right, looking for anything that would be hazardous. All right, you want to roll a stealth for me? Sure. Uh, That's only going to be a 13 stealth. Okay. So the uneven ground makes it a little hard for you to traverse with your bag full of goods um, but you're you're trying <laughs> to go as quietly as you can and uh, you notice more of these uh, reddish orbs embedded in the ceiling uh, and you are able to see down some of these corridors into some of these side chambers um, and what you've seen uh, is carefully constructed uh, to mimic a kobold den. Uh, At least that's your guess. Small rooms with crudely woven sleeping mats, rickety room dividers made of twigs add to the supposed realism. There's some battered cooking pots and worn tools of stone, copper, and bronze lying next to fire pits full of ash and burnt wood. The attention to detail is remarkable, but your keen eyes detect slight imperfections. A variation in the stone color or texture where some sort of repair has been done to the underlying plaster or a few spots where uh, you notice on the ceiling there might have been orbs in the past, but they've apparently been smashed or removed at some point. Hmm. All right. Well, speaking of attention to detail, could you uh, put my health back at 27? Oh, yeah. 
It'd make me feel better. <laughs> and then technically I'm down three. No, uh, you slept. Didn't we sleep? No. Oh, it's just, it's just I took damage. from the fire. fire. That's right. I took no. five. I can give myself. Do you have 28 hit points normally, uh, Triss? I nor- no, I actually normally have 36. Yeah, I don't right. think we updated the... Yes. Yes. I changed mine, Jerry, so... Did you? Okay. Yeah. Alar, what, did, what or do you have for hit points? 31. Nowadays? Okay. So, hit points are where they need to be. And Craigar is exploring even the, the scents from the pungent cook fires to earthy molds and pervasive, slightly foul smell of stagnant water add to the whole experience. But you notice something else, too. Something more animalistic and bestial. Something that doesn't seem to belong. Myself. <laughs> it could be. So you continue on. Yeah, no I'm traps. Pre- yeah, I'm going to just slowly oh. work my way, and then it looks like this is a room. All right, yep. I'm, not gonna, I'm not letting him get that far ahead of us, though. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd feel comfortable if you were the second one to go, Triss. So I'm just going to do a cursory search in this room, looking for, I, I don't know, useful items or more levers or some piece that could be part of this larger puzzle. Yeah, it's pretty much as described. A few, you know, tools here and there. Uh, The strange thing is it seems like it's actually been kind of lived in. Like there's a, there's like a level of realism here that seems uh, unachievable unless there were actually some kobolds or something living down here. Just the, the smells, the... Well, I, I guess I was assuming that they had actual kobolds, so I, I'll turn back to dress. It looks like actual kobolds are here. Okay. In case there was any chance there was going to be halflings in costumes. <laughs> you think Disney, Disney expects yeah. a lot of their employees. Yeah, that's right. yeah. You think Disney Imagineers just came up with this and were... So, yeah, that's what it seems like. They're cast members, by the way, guys. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Didn't want to offend. Got a Disney fan here. Um, So, uh, that red globe, it's mm -hmm. it's how how far up, Jerry? Uh, It's 15 feet. I wonder if we could maybe climb this fake wall. I just... It's plaster, so you should be able to just, you know... Yeah, rip apart and climb up the carve handholds. Yeah, yeah. What are you trying to do? You want the orb? Yeah, let's I take the orb. Take with a, us. I want to take a look at it. I, I, I don't know if it's there just to, to show like, to kind of show our way, like emergency exit kind of idea, or why it's in each kind of room, or if it's some kind of observation tool. Well, the other room had uh, gaps where the orbs used to be, so I figured yeah. we could take this orb with us as light. Okay. Roll it forward. I'm going to try to dig in to the the wall a little bit and try to climb up the mesh. Okay. 
with a little bit of uh, help and uh, some uh, digging away with a dagger or something, you manage to uh, uh, climb up and reach out and grab one of the orbs. Um, As you touch it, you definitely get the immediate sense that it is somehow magical in nature. Okay. And you start to kind of try to wiggle it back and forth, twist it, all sorts of things. And finally, it just kind of like seems to disengage from the ceiling, from that spot in the ceiling and fall into your hand. Okay. And uh, the thing it sort of reminds you of is uh, Madame Tuvari's crystal ball, except sure. for this reddish glow. And so it could be a scrying focus as well. I'm going to quickly toss it down to Alar like a hot potato. Okay, I will okay. grab it. Uh, and it I will, I will smile into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll just let you guys know uh, what, what these are. I'll say you examine it and do whatever you need to do. And based on some of the things you heard from Drake and some other people, um, starting to piece it together. This is some kind of clairvoyance orb where... It's an enchanted glass sphere that can both hear and see. Um, They will be found throughout the labyrinth, you expect, uh, for the audience, wherever they may be, to keep track Mm -hmm. of the challenger. I see. So how how breakable is it? If I just hit it once with a hammer, does it just shatter? Yeah, it's going to shatter. In Aylar's hand. Well, yep. well, no. I, you're always hitting things, Craig. Now that you're holding it, like if I walk back over to the room over here. No, I mean, get I mean, away. I, I can reach up to the ceiling and just like. Uh, fairly easily. I mean, it would take some force. Um, like you imagine if you were a kobold and you just wanted to chuck rocks at them, that yeah. it probably would take a little more than you would have to bring one down. Um, Cause if you're a kobold and you're tired of weirdos watching you sleep, right. Mm-hmm. You know? Can we just attach it to our bodies <laughs> and just have like body cams? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So you really want them to know that we're coming. They already yeah. know we're coming. Yeah. You actually uh, get the sense that they are red because they're inactive. Oh, well, that's nice. No one's watching. Oh, that's such sad, sad news. I know. I was going to live stream our adventures. <laughs> All right, let's proceed. All right. So. I will put the red orb in my, uh, in a pocket in my cloak. Nice. And I will resume sneaking. So you're sneaking away through the fake kobold den. <laughs> I don't run ahead so much. I'm going about as slow as I can. <laughs> I, we need him to run ahead a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are headed right. to... Hear anything? Uh, still nothing, no. And you're heading roughly um, left to right on the map. Pretty much a straight shot. You find more rooms with more tools, some barrels that maybe were full of uh, grain or something in the past. 
um, and you're exploring some empty crates, uh, another fire pit with a few bones and tools sitting around it. Is there any kind of, um, I'm going to just ask Craigar to look for any kind of existing tracks. Okay. So you're going to look for tracks? Sure. You come to a um, little uh, wall room divider made of uh, uh, sticks, and you start to look for tracks. You want to roll like survival or something? I can try. I don't know if somebody's better than that. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. You do notice that there are some some traffic uh, has come through this area. You can't tell if it's recent or anything or what made it, but you start to get the sense that whatever room you're coming into now is probably one of the the main areas of this uh, kobold den. Still, still don't hear anything though. No. As you round that little picket wall, however, you do notice that to your right, where it seems like there's more traffic, uh, you don't notice that reddish glow anymore. Mm. Or it seems to lessen. Okay. I'm wondering if we should draw them to us. And set up an ambush. Yeah. You're leading the way. Well, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I mean, I would guess with the fact that they they do certainly have an advantage right now, and we don't know the area, and they do. So bringing them here versus going there is probably a better, but just as long as... Um, if they come here, I guess. Tris? It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I just kill. I will kill them. It's so go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. Um. Well, I'm going to 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 the passages here to the right. Okay. Oh, we kind of—I kind of yeah, lost, lost your lost audio there. Uh, hello. Yeah. So, so you're going to go passage to the right. I'm going to whistle down it. Whistle like, down the passage. Yeah, just like uh, you know, to get the attention of whatever might be down there. All right. So. I know what you whistle? Yeah. What did you whistle? No, like uh, you know. What does it sound like? Oh, okay. Really loudly. Like really like loud a... cat call. Whistle. <laughs> Okay. Um, you do uh, whistle, uh, and it seems to echo through the through the chamber a little bit. Anything that's down that way definitely uh, would be aware of your presence now. Uh, some moments pass by. Your uh, compatriots here feel you can sort of feel their. 
tension and anxiety kind of start to ratchet up as they're waiting and waiting and nothing's happening. But suddenly you hear a scraping noise up mm. ahead. Which direction? To your right. All right. I'm going to go here and press against the wall and motion Trista like hide behind the, the little wooden wall there. Okay. And I'm going to try to hide and let's see if we can bushwhack whatever comes. All right. I hide behind a little wooden wall. Weapons ready. Weapons ready. Yes. Weapons hot. I've got a 20 on stealth. 20 on stealth. Do I, should I do stealth? Sure. Oh my gosh. I got the 20. (laughs) Nice. But I have to roll. I have to roll two because I've got them. Disadvantage. Oh, your Um, armor. Yeah, but the other, I rolled the 16 plus 4, so that's still 20. That's not bad at all. Yeah, that's pretty pretty reasonable. Um, The other two, Brokos, Alar, what are you doing? I'm just tucked right behind where you see me, behind kind of the the wall there, too. And And Alar is running away. No, I'm just going to hide back there. <laughs> okay. Keeps on so, looking at the reflect his own reflection in the 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 red orb. Orb. I'm yeah. whispering to the orb, telling the audience, <laughs> "How do I get happening? this on?" <laughs> play by play, sort of like play ball. by play. Yeah. Um. So the scraping noise comes from ahead, and as you peer into the eerie reddish gloom, uh, you can see something you weren't prepared for, you see an enormous silhouette emerge, eight feet tall with massive horns. It approaches confidently, emitting low bestial grunts with each gigantic step. You see the creature tilt its head sideways to scrape a dangerous-looking horn against the textured wall, and it leaves a deep gouge in the hard painted plaster. And that is where we will leave it for uh, oh, no. this week. Oh, no. Seriously? <laughs> Jerry, I think you got it wrong. Kobolds are small. That's Yeah, I don't know. Oh, read that. You described it too big. I think you, good description of a kobold? Yeah, I, I think you got it wrong. I uh, must have got it mixed up with something else. So. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so uh, you can fix that before next session. That would yeah, be great. Yeah, I'll, I'll fix Thanks. that up. Uh. <laughs> actually three feet tall and it doesn't have <laughs> horns but it's actually three kobolds standing on each other's shoulders <laughs> one of them's got his arms up like that uh, those aren't horns at all those aren't horns surrendering tricksy little buggers uh well good job guys you uh made it into the labyrinth at least uh level one yeah. And uh level one. I, I have the feeling we're gonna be here for a few sessions. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know. We'll we'll see how, how you guys do it. There is a story for all of this, and the story um hopefully will make a little more sense as you uh uh figure it out. But uh good job. Um I like the way you approach things and man, those uh those riddles. Uh I thought I thought you were gonna take your time on those, but uh right away. Yeah, usually you want to dumb the riddles down for players, but... uh, Yeah, no, I thought they were easy. I mean, I asked my wife all of them, and she got all of them, but, I mean, she's, like, you know, not being recorded and not, you know, she she was 
in a, in a good place mentally to deal with that. So <laughs> we were in, you know, I felt pressured like what, uh, Craig R said, I felt pressured for the room not to fill with water. So yeah, I'll make sure I got it right the first time. Oh, I really we didn't do uh, well on that puzzle last, last season. So yeah. there was no puzzle. Remember there was no puzzle. We it was kind of designed to fail. It know? was just, you know, we there was no on the puzzle. Yeah. The problem was that we trusted the wrong person. Uh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 That's true. We trusted jury. <laughs> <laughs> First mistake right there. Uh, well, thank you guys. Yeah. Uh, and we will uh, see how this uh, goes next week. Until then, awesome. take care. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.